Thank you for listening to the Passion Church Podcast. Our mission is to help you win by living a genuine Jesus-filled life. If you are ever in Cameron, Missouri, come and see us and join the Passion Church family. Visit our Facebook page or our website at passionchurchmo.com to find out more about us. Philippians, the third chapter. When I first studied this last night, I, was, I just intended to just read from verse 1 to verse 21. <clears throat> um, and out of the King James, that probably wouldn't be too bad, but you really get the deeper meat if you can read it out of the Amplified. And so I've wrestled with that. But for time's constraint, I'm not going to read, read it that way, but I would invite you to go home and read it in context and understand what's being said here. It's kind of broke down in about four or five parts. Number one, Paul starts off by warning the church of legalisms and people that are legalistic and those who would pull them back into legalistic works and the works of the law that have nothing to do with righteousness, holiness, and purity by faith in Christ. Then the second portion of this chapter, <clears throat> uh, he's basically saying that if any man can brag about his achievements in life, it is him when it comes to spiritual things. And then he tells us, but I gave up all of that mess for the pursuit of Christ. I once was zealous. I once was perfect as far as religious order was concerned, but I've given up all of that in the pursuit of faith. In Jesus Christ. And then the fifth thing he, he talks about here is if you're mature, then join me. If you're a mature Christian, join me because if you join me, there is a reward. If you're tuning in today and streaming with us, God bless you. Welcome to Passion Church Extended. We're glad that you're here. Grab a piece of paper and a pencil if you've got it at home, because you may want to write down some of what I'm about to say. If you have your Bible open now to chapter 3, go with me to one of the most familiar scriptures. You've heard it preached so many times. I have preached it so many times. I'll read it first out of the King James, verse 14. I press toward the mark. For the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Now, just before he makes that statement in verse 13, he says, you know, I don't consider myself to have arrived. So slap your neighbor a high five and say, well, I may not have arrived, but I'm on the journey. Of all of the writers in the word of God... It is the Apostle Paul that captures my attention the most. I love everything in the Word. Please don't misunderstand. I love the Word of God. But there's something about the writings of Paul that speak deep, deep, deep down in me. And I love what he's teaching the church here. Now, as educated as Paul is and the way that he speaks, believe it or not, uh, in the Hebrew and in the, uh, in the Greek language, he speaks street. He speaks with slang and idiom of everyday conversation. Even as educated as it all sounds and feels, 
He's breaking it down in its most basic element for us. I'm going to read out of the Amplified if it's all right. I do not consider, verse 13, brethren, that I have captured and made it my own yet, but one thing I do, it is my one aspiration for getting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. I press on toward the goal to win the supreme and heavenly prize to which God in Christ Jesus is calling us upward. So let those of us who are spiritually mature and full-grown have this mind and hold these convictions. And if in any respect you have a different attitude of mind, God will make that clear to you also. Only let us hold true to what we have already attained and walk in order our lives by that. Brethren, together follow my example and observe those who live after the pattern we have set for you. For there are many of whom I have often told you and now will even with tears who walk and live as enemies of the cross of Christ, the anointed one. They are doomed, and their fate is eternal misery, perdition. Their God is their stomach, their appetites, their sensuality. And they glory in their shame, siding with earthly things and being of their party. He's talking about the church. But we are citizens of the state and the commonwealth and homeland, which is in heaven. And from it also we earnestly and patiently await the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah as Savior, who will transform and fashion anew the body of our humiliation to conform to and be like the body of His glory and majesty by exerting that power which enables Him even to subject everything to Himself. Paul is saying, I've got tears in my eyes because my brethren, the Jews, who were the ones who received the first call from Christ, many of them have chosen to stay in the ways of legalism instead of receiving the Father's invitation to walk into the grace and have the law fulfilled for them. They choose to live lives of bondage and to stay into a bunch of religious do's and don'ts when they could just come into the fullness of a relationship with Him. Because when you're truly mature and in relation with Him, you don't want to do the don'ts anyway. You only want to do the things that please Him. Is this all right? Look at this. I'm going to quote it out of the King James again. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. I love this passage. I've preached this passage. I've read this passage. I've meditated this passage many times in my life. I've heard great scholars teach from this. Uh, but what I'm going to teach you today, you may have never heard before. I never heard it before. This word press is the Greek word dioko. Dioko. D-I-O-K-O. Dioko. It is the only place in the New Testament this word is used. 
it is a compound word. And the first part of this word is a prime verb, and it is dio. Dio. Dio means to flee. Well, that don't sound very brave. It means to flee, but it also means in your flight, you're fleeing that you may pursue. Fleeing to pursue. So get this in your, in, your, in your mind. The first part of the word press means to get with it and start pursuing something. Mm. The last part of this word, ko, K-O, by implication means to persecute. To persecute. To ensue. To follow after given to persecution and the mindset of overcoming or inflicting persecution to press toward. Now let's put that together. It is time to pursue and to persecute. It is time to pursue, ensue, follow after, be given to a mindset of overcoming persecution or inflicting persecution to keep pressing towards the goal. This is a word of extreme prejudice. It is, in a sense, a military word. It means I'm running from persecution, but in my running from persecution, I have been strengthened in my resolve that I'm ready to start pursuing the spirit that has caused persecution to come upon me and to reverse the order and to Bring that spirit uh, uh, a persecution of his own. I am ready to get into a place of extreme prejudice about my journey in God. You can push me, devil, but you can't stop me, devil. You can push me, chase me, mock me, malign me, make fun of me, but you cannot stop me. I am a child of the most high God. I'm empowered by the one who lives in me, the Ruach Hakadesh. I have the spirit of Christ alive and well in me. All things are possible to me because he lives in me. So push me if you will, devil. Just know that the moment you stop pushing, I'm coming after you. Wow. This is extreme prejudice. It is a dislike, a hostility. It is a harm or an injury that results or may result from action of judgment. In other words, you come at me with your persecution to judge me for my walk Well, how about if God does a divine reversal and pronounces a judgment on you that empowers me to come after you? Mm -hmm. Are you still with me so far? Have I lost anybody? 
So I'm here to let you know what Paul is teaching us. Paul is teaching us that you are on a mission. Slap your neighbor a high five and say, I'm on a mission. Oh, you've been under fire from the enemy and you are now bent on imposing God's will in the circumstances of your life. You see, you've got the word. You've got God's will. You've got it from cover to cover. In 2018, we have what Paul was writing about to the Philippians. It has become ours. We've held it for years. It's time we start acting upon what's written between those two leather covers and understand that we've been placed upon this earth to impose the will of heaven upon the earth to bring the love of the Savior and to drive out with a vengeance when the kingdom suffers violence. The word says the violent take it back by force and God is talking about that in this verse. See, you intend to finish your mission and death to any enemy who gets in your way. Cancer, get up out of my way. I've got a pursuit. I'm bringing heaven to earth. I'm bringing the Father's will to the earth. I'm telling you, diabetes, get out of my way. I'm telling you, bad attitude, get out of my way. Anger issues, get out of the way. Depression. Get off of me. I've got something in this mission that must be done. And I'm bringing all the hordes of heaven with me. Not the best word, but the right attitude. I'm bringing all of the warriors of heaven. They're coming with me. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you know this, but you need to look at your neighbor very carefully. And let them know you are armed and dangerous. The word says you will push. This is what Paul is saying. You will push. You will pull. You will climb. You will crawl. You. I lost my place. You will move with lethal force in your mind and in your intentions. Let me say that again. You're going to push. You're going to pull. You're going to climb. You're going to crawl. You're going to move with lethal force in your mind and in your attentions because you will not be denied. What didn't kill you has only made you stronger. And now you really truly are a soldier of the Most High God. The things you suffer in this life, the persecution, the setback, the difficulty, the trial is only sent to make you a greater warrior. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, we are the sea team of heaven give your neighbor a high five Mm. so let's move on now we know what press means we know it is extreme prejudice to bring about the change that needs to be brought that there's something worth my pursuit something that I'll fight for like a soldier something I'll crawl through to get the result something I'll climb over if I've got to I'll push you out of the way if you're in my road get out of the way I'm going somewhere 
Now, I press toward the mark. That word toward is the word kata. Kata. Now, that word can be translated in so many ways. The definition looks that long in the Greek dictionary. But I've studied this word before, and I know this word. I'm familiar with this word. And it means to push down. It means to subjugate. It means to pursue, to conquer, to go after, or to be against. So with military might and attitude in my spirit, I didn't just come to look pretty in my dress uniform. I'm now down into my camouflage. And I'm ready to take up arms because I'm moving. I'm ready to kata. I am ready to take the spirits that have held me bound too long and kept me from the fullness of what it is God has for me. And I'm ready to pull it down. I'm ready to push it down. I'm ready to trample upon that thing that once was holding me and keeping me back. I'm coming towards the prize. I'm coming and I will subjugate anything, any obstacle that gets in my way. I'm already in the right mind. I'm marching with a cadence. I've already talked myself into battle prep. I'm already hearing in my my ears uh, the command of my commanding officer telling me what it is that I need to do. My mission is locked in my heart, locked in my mind, and I will run roughshod over anything that gets in my way. How many understand I'm talking about subjugating the things that get into your personal life to keep you from the fullness of what God has for you? You see, I'm coming after the goal with extreme prejudice to subdue it, to subjugate it, and to conquer it like a war-crazed soldier. I have it in my heart, in my mind. I press toward the mark. 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 That word mark is the word scopus. It's where we get the word scope. It means to scout out something that is concealed or hidden like a century. Or in the old days, like a scout, someone who's been sent out. The implication of this word is goal. A mark, a goal. I press, I, I go with military precision to scout out what's hidden and not so obvious, but camouflaged from my understanding, a goal that's going to get me somewhere, something that I'm looking for, that I'm beating the bushes for, because I've got to get it. I've been commanded by my Heavenly Father to go after that thing that's going to deliver me to the end goal and the end result, and I've got to find the goal, and when I get a hold of the goal, I'm going to fight, I'm going to climb, I'm going to scratch, I'm going 
going to claw. I'm going to do whatever it takes for me to get a hold of the goal because it's the goal that the Father has in mind. It's the goal that my commander has said go after. It is the goal that's got me in this frame of mind that I'm ready to fight. Woo. Look at your neighbor and say, what got into his Cheerios today? Mm. Mm. I press toward the mark of the prize. Now, generally this is taught, and, and I agree with it, I don't disagree, that this is Paul is speaking of of the games that he sees going on in Rome. This word prize is the word brabeon. And brabeon is an award. Brabeon means reward. Specifically, it means a prize in public games. It is the gold medal at the Olympics. An award that garners great attention from those who see it. When they see it, they realize you've put in the time. You've put in the effort. You have worked hard to get where you are. You are the kind of person who gets up before everybody else to train in the morning and you've already got your training in by breakfast time. You're the kind of person who as soon as your day is over, you're back in the gym, you're back at training because you've got a goal in mind and you are going to receive that goal and nothing is going to stop you and one day everyone will know how much you've put into this because hanging around your neck will be the gold medal of heaven hanging around your neck telling everyone he pursued a life in Christ and he won. Mm. Is this just too crazy for you? Mm. So, when we look back at that verse... I press toward the mark for the prize, the gold medal of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Well, what is the high calling of God? You know, in the Amplified, it says the upward call, the calling up. But what does that really mean? I'm glad you asked. Look with me at verse number 10. I'm going to read out of the Amplified. For my determined purpose is that I may know him. That I may progressively become more deeply and intimately acquainted with him. Perceiving and recognizing and understanding the wonders of his person more strongly and more clearly. And that I may in the same way come to know the power outflowing from his resurrection which it exerts over believers. That I may so share his sufferings as to be continually transformed in spirit into his likeness 
even to his death in the hope. I'm not done. That's just verse number one. But I want you to catch this. He's saying that everything I suffer for Christ builds a new resolve in me to keep pressing, 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 pressing. Everything that comes against me only makes me stronger. I believe that with every fiber of my being. I've been serving the Lord now 49 years. If I've got my timing and my calculation correct. 49 years of my life I have been in pursuit of the Holy Spirit. 49 years of my life I've been in pursuit of God and the intimacy to know Him. 49 years I have served Him. And, and there's been moments when I served Him better than others other moments. There have been moments of backsliding. There have been moments of difficulty because the enemy was pushing me. But every time I rose to the occasion and every time when the trial let up just a little bit, I found grace in Jesus Christ or I made my way back to the altar of his goodness and there I came up a victor once again over the things that so easily beset me and got back in the race. I have been after him now for 49 years, 49 years, 49 years and my resolve is stronger today in 2018 than it's ever been. I will cross the finish line. I will get to the prize. Look at this. Verse 11. That if possible, I may attain to the spiritual and moral resurrection that lifts me out from among the dead even while in this body not that I have attained this ideal or have already been made perfect but I press on to lay hold the grasp and make my own that for which Christ Jesus the Messiah has laid hold of me and made me his own what he's saying there. Christ went to unfathomable measure to rescue me even in the here and now. I have a promise of the other side, but in the here and now, this is where the battle comes. In the here and now is where I gain my strength. In the here and now is where my, my resolve is strengthened. In the here and now is how I develop who I am and my character in God. In the here and now is the testing ground. In the here and now, I can worship him in the middle of my trial. In the here and now, I can worship him in the middle of my darkest hour. Right here in the here and now, on the other side, in glory, I will not have the opportunity that I have on this side to live in a world that's lost to sin and overtaken by a murderous maniac spirit called, called a Lucifer. I won't have that opportunity in heaven. I'll be there with the saints of old and there it's going to be a beautiful moment but here there are dark times when I cannot see heaven. There are moments here when I cannot hear his voice. There are moments here when I can't sometimes even figure out whether I'm up or down or sideways or how I'm turned but I have the opportunity to hold on to the faith 
faith that I have in Christ Jesus and not become a, a tinkling brass or a sounding cymbal but have a resolve down in me that I'm going to press even though it's dark and I can't see a light at the end of the tunnel I'm pressing I'm pressing I'm leaning in I'm leaning in every trial every stumble every misstep causes me only to lean in a little more and understand how finite I am and how much I need him and I'm more determined to make the devil uh, uh, rue the day that I got born again I want the devil to have a coronary over the fact that when Jesus said it is finished he released to all of those down through the ages into 2018 who are determined to live for him a resolve that you will not get mankind the way you think Satan we are coming up victorious and Jesus will be exalted in the middle of your mess Those three verses really equate that I may know him more and more. And even at the cost of persecution, it will be worth it if I can be transformed in spirit to his likeness, spiritually and morally, that the world around me will understand I'm dead to the things of this life and fully alive in Christ, resurrected from a life of, the, of deadness and useless works uh, and dead professions of faith while living here in a world in need of Jesus. I will make it to the goal because though the world around me, and there may be brothers and sisters around me that are falling and going to the wayside it's not over until he says it's over and as long as there's breath in these lungs I will not quit I've got a mission I have a mission statement and I'm going to make it to the goal the goal for me is living to a higher standard for Christ it is my passionate pursuit I will overcome what life and the enemy throws at me and every mistreatment from the devil or men will only strengthen my resolve to pursue the higher standard standard for Christ to execute extreme prejudice with bulldog tenacity to make a Christ like life uh, my goal I will persecute every devil in my way forge my way to the goal if I've got to push pull climb or crawl to overcome I will not quit I will not back down I will not give in I will grab with both hands the prize of great esteem and I will look like Christ before my life ends here on earth. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, as shocking as this may sound, the Holy Spirit moves, the Holy Spirit leads, the Holy Spirit guides. And He's in control, not us. And God has promised a revival to this region. And He will have His way. But it will not come to a people who just want to sit on their hands. Sorry. You get this for free. It will not happen just because we come in and we sing some songs and hear a sermon. It will not happen if we just sit around at home. More engaged in our distractions than the word of God. Oh, I know. I'm meddling now. If we have to spray our throat to get the dust off our vocal cords to pray. We're not going very far. I know that sounds condemning. I don't mean it that way. 
but I've got something going on in my spirit. And revival doesn't happen. Revival happens when we come after it. Revival comes when a hungry people get on their face. When a hungry people tell the truth. When a hungry people study the word. When a hungry people minister one to another. When a hungry people take Jesus to Walmart. When the, when the power of God comes upon you and you can't keep your mouth shut. And you stay on your face seeking him. Longing for him. Desiring him. Fighting your way through life's discouragements and difficulties and hardships. Climbing over the things that get in your way. I want you to understand revival won't just come. But it will come if we're reaching going, marking looking for, chasing pressing in, going after the things of God. That's what God wants uh, in 2018 He wants a remnant who will rise to the occasion and won't shrink back. Who want the gold medal of the prize of life to hang around their neck. He's looking for someone who's not afraid to go after the unseen looking for someone who will make that relationship with Christ the number one goal of their life to know him as he is and let him give you a life above the death of this life and give you resurrection if I take another breath I'll keep preaching I'll quit father I thank you God we want a revival father you promised it and I we're not going to be that lazy generation that lets it slip by or lets someone else pick up the mandate, God. Because you specifically called us and you specifically told us to host revival. So here we are, God, cleansing our hearts, cleansing our hands. We're repenting from the dead works that have come out of our mouth and the dead confessions that fall to the ground as soon as we get home and we just soak right back up into societal living. We want to be a people that are sold out, Father, to the fullness of who you are. We want revival on our lips. We want the devil trembling. We want the devil broken. We want the devil defeated. We want the devil afraid of when we get out of bed. We want the enemy to tremble in fear. We want the enemy to loathe the day he messed with us. So God, in our resolve, we say yes to your mission. And like Paul, Father, Man that withstood beatings, scourgings, stonings, and shipwreck, snake bite, and persecution and trouble in the church. How dare we in 2018 treat this as if it means nothing? No, it means everything. For those of you that are streaming with us today, it means everything. Pursuing him means everything. When he tagged you and wooed you by the presence of the Holy Spirit to a place of repentance, he was choosing you 
And if he's chosen you, then he's only asking for you to choose him. Will you choose him? Will you choose him today? You're streaming right now. Pray with me. Lord Jesus, here I am. I ask you to come into my heart. I ask you to come into my life. I receive. I've been serving you. I've been walking with you, but my heart's not right. I'm too distracted, but I'm not going to be distracted anymore. I repent right here, right now from my attitude. And if you've never asked Jesus in your heart, you can ask him right now. You just simply say, Lord, I'm a mess. I'm a sinner. I'm broken. I'm scarred, and I'll mess things up if I'm left to my own device. But with you, all things are possible. Come into my heart. Come into my life. Be the Lord of my life. And I will grow and I will pursue you for the remainder of my life. I will get into an agreement with you that I'll not stop. I'll not quit. And I'll not back down. For the remainder of my days I will serve the Lord. We're so glad you listened to this message today. Our goal is to bring hope, encouragement, and help you win, all while building God's kingdom. At Passion Church, we believe in community. If you would like to partner with us in prayer or giving, then send us a message on Facebook or through our website, passionchurchmo.com. We'd love to hear how God is impacting your life through this ministry.